0: And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's the uh, Joe Beningo Ode Pain podcast, a special Friday edition after an absolutely disgraceful Thursday night performance by the New York Jets who get throttled by the Indianapolis Colts 45 to 30. And of course, to add insult to injury, the injury to Mike White, the quarterback. We'll get to all that first. The Joe Beningo Ode the Pain podcast, of course, brought to you by Natural Body, uh, enter code B for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And, of course, all their uh, locations, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, uh, as well as Westchester. Check out Natural Body. And just remember, anybody that makes a purchase at any of the Natural Body stores in any of those locations I mentioned, uh, Ozone Park, Belmore, Bay Ridge, Sheepshead Bay gets a free Natural Body t-shirt. Value at 25 bucks while they last. Also, we're sponsored by Anita Tire. Anita Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. Uh, Go see Ari. Go see my son Johnny. They'll take care of you. Anything for your uh, car service needs. You need tires, whatever it is. You live in Bergen County, anywhere in Jersey. Check out Anita Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. And, of course, our good buddies, uh, Mike Jones and Company at the Hackensack Brewing Company, located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge. Less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Check them out. There's always 12 beers on tap that you can enjoy. And, of course, we're going to be doing a live broadcast, a live Oda Pain podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company in Hackensack coming up uh, a week from this coming Monday night, November 15th at 730. We'll talk more about that as the time nears. All right. Where, where do we start with this disgrace that we saw last night. First of all, let's start with the quarterback situation. Only the Jets. You know, it, it's just, it's so damn difficult being a, 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 a fan of this team. Because if it wasn't for luck, bad luck, there'd be no luck at all when it comes to the Jets. This kid, Mike White, looks like you really got something with him. And even last night, after a tremendous performance against the Bengals, he comes in you know, he starts the game. In the first series, they didn't do anything in the first series. They had a punt. But they're down 7-0 when they get the ball back, and we'll get to this atrocity by the defense. I, mean, I just I don't know what to say about that. But they get the ball back. White leads them right down the field. He hits a wide open Elijah Moore for a touchdown. The game's tied 7-7. You're all pumped up. The kid looks terrific. Boy, maybe we really got something with this quarterback, and then he gets hurt. And I don't know what play he heard. He, I guess he hit his hand or, you know, DeForest Buckner on, on a pressure, which, by the way, the Jet quarterbacks were under all night last night. You know, he winds up. I, I don't know if it was his wrist. Maybe it's his forearm. Whatever it was, he could not come back into the game. You knew he wanted to come back in. You knew he was pumped up to get back. He was trying everything he could do on the sideline. The, the doctors were there. He went into the tent, the whole thing. But White never could come back into the game. Now, I don't know how bad it is. It doesn't look like it's that bad, okay? I mean, if you heard White and the press conference afterward, you know, he lost feeling in his fingers for a little while. By the fourth quarter, he felt he could have came back in the game. By that point, with the Jets getting destroyed, you know, 42-10 at one point in this game, there was really no reason to put him back in. But I'm going to say this. Here's what I'm going to say. Now, the Jets don't play again until a week from Sunday against the Bills at, at, at MetLife. And I'm going to say this, and I'll continue to say it until we see differently. Mike White is the quarterback of this football team until he proves he's not. From what I've seen, from the the, the mop-up duty he did in the, in the Patriot disaster, to the brilliant performance against the Bengals on Sunday, to even that, you know, the couple drives and that touchdown drive last night, Mike White is the guy. I mean, I, I'm sorry. There's a different feel to this offense when Mike White is in there and I know Josh Johnson did some good things after he came in, you know, that he threw for three touchdowns and all of that. I don't know how much stock you want to put into it. It still looked like the Colts were playing and still trying, you know, they kept Carson Wentz in this game the entire way, you know, and it was still, you know, coming after the quarterback, you know, it wasn't like Frank Wright completely called off the dogs in this game. So I don't know what you want to say. Johnson did look good. He even look good last week when he came in for those few plays, Uh, against Cincinnati but you know Mike White's the quarterback I'm sorry and maybe Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the future but to me right now Mike White is the quarterback of now and if he's 100% healthy and if he's 100% ready to go I don't care if Wilson's healthy next week or whatever the deal may be Mike White is the starting quarterback as far as this guy's concerned Mike White's the starting quarterback for the New York Jets until he proves he's not that's it so if he's healthy to go next week against Buffalo, then he's got to play in the game. I, I don't want to hear anything else about it because this offense has looked a lot, really looks like a legitimate offense with this kid in the game. And, and you know, look, the Jets have some, some guys on offense. I mean, Elijah Moore had a breakout game last night, a couple touchdown catches for him. They got a lot of different guys they can go to, whether it's Cole, whether it's Corey Davis when he comes back from his injury. Michael Carter, Jamison Crowder, Ty Johnson, in spite of his fumble last night, which, of course, didn't help as Darius Leonard knocked, you know, punched the ball out. The whole deal, this offense doesn't look too bad. The offensive line has played better. Vera Tucker looks good. George Fant was back last night. Hopefully, you know, we're going to see McKay Beckton before too long. But, again, I can't emphasize this point enough, and I'm going to continue to say it and I think I speak for just about every Jet fan out there, if Mike White is healthy and ready to play against the Buffalo Bills, he is the quarterback until further notice, until he proves he's not. I'm sorry. Now, with that said, let's get to this de- this this defense last night. You know, Robert Sala is supposed to be this defensive coach. Really? That was, you know, we thought the Patriot uh, debacle was bad. How bad was this? I mean, this was like Alabama against Vanderbilt. I, I really, I mean, this is what it was. This is like Ohio State playing Rutgers probably any time, but certainly before Greg Ciano was the coach. How bad is that? Oh, my God. They were gashed. 260 yards rushing last night by the Indianapolis Colts. The most yards rushing by any team in the NFL this year. 260 freaking yards. They averaged like 10 yards a carry. Jonathan Taylor, 172 yards rushing in this game. From the opening drive on, the Colts scored on every possession they had in the first half. They had four possessions in the first half. They scored on every one of them. And the one time that the Jets finally stopped them in the second half was on a goal line stand at the two-yard line when the score was, what, 35-10 at that point? And then we got to see that, you know, untouched 80-yard touchdown run, 79-yard touchdown run, whatever the hell it was, by Taylor that made it 42-10 when he just ran by everybody on that defense. And this defense was supposed to be good. We're hearing all night. You know, Troy Aikman, as he opens the game up with Joe Buck, is talking about, well, the strength of the Jet defense is their defensive line. Really? Really? What the hell happened to Franklin Myers? Tell me what happened to him. Ever since they paid him, he's been in the witness protection program. And he was. He made a couple plays last night when the game was 42-10. to Big deal. He's turning into Muhammad Wilkerson. You know, Muhammad Wilkerson light after he got paid. Give me a break. Every one of these guys, Clinton Williams, Fadakasi, we go right on down the line. You got nothing from them. Really? Unbelievable. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, we can go right on down the line. Where the hell was that defensive line? And there's no excuse here because CJ Mosley played last night. You know, a big deal was made in the Patriot game. Well, C.J. Mosley the best defensive play. He didn't play. That's one of the reasons they got smoked like they did. Well, he played last night, and so did Jared Davis. He was back. What the hell was that? And then, of course, Marcus May gets hurt, and he's got a major – I don't know if he's got an Achilles, if he's got a calf injury. It was a – you know, a non uh, – uh, he wasn't hit on the play. You know, one of those. And those usually are, uh, you know, season-ending injuries – you know, maybe they should have traded Marcus May. I was glad they didn't trade anybody at the deadline. I was very happy to see they didn't trade Crowder or May or Mims. Or, by the way, Mims, can he catch a pass? Yeah, he had two more drops last night. No wonder the guy doesn't play. Give me a break. But, I mean, uh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, just unbelievable. Un- un- unbelievable how bad this defense was. I mean, just Terrible this defensive performance last night by the Jets. And this this coach is supposed to be a defensive coach. You got to be really, you're a Jet fan right now. And I said it after the Patriot game, you know, the ship kind of got righted. I mean, you thought maybe, okay, you know, he had the team ready against Cincinnati. They learned the lesson from that Patriot game, the whole deal. And then we see this last night against a cult team. You know, we're not talking about the, you know, Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison and Edgerin James. We're not talking about that, Colt offense. We're talking about the Colt offense of Carson Wentz and Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and all due respect to those guys. And this kid, Hines, who ran the ball, too, for about 74 yards, had that early touchdown where nobody touched him for 20 yards as he walked into the end zone. This was a disgrace. This is supposed to be a decent defensive football team. Really? Really? And let's be honest, the Colts could have, now Wentz never came out of the game. Maybe it's because the Jets actually started putting points on the board in the second half. Maybe that's the reason. But Wentz never came out of the game. But, I mean, uh, Frank Reich, they could have scored 70 on the Jets last night if they wanted to. They could have put at least a 60-burger on them if they wanted to. If they didn't get stopped on the goal line that one time, they would have. They would have eclipsed 50 again. What is this? this is unacceptable? Robert Sala is supposed to be a defensive coach. What the hell was that? Oh my God. I just uh, uh, how, how do we stay? how do we take this crap over and over and over again, year after freaking year? They're just it's just unreal. And, and and this team has absolutely no luck whatsoever. Now, Josh Johnson came in, and, 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 and before I even get to that, why did the Jets trade for Joe Flacco? Can somebody tell me that? When you got this kid, White, who looks like he's the real deal, at least what we've seen so far, you heard what I said about him already. You're ready. You got Zach Wilson and even Josh Johnson. I mean, he looks like he's relatively okay. I mean, he came in the game yesterday, and I I, I granted, you know, the Jets were way behind when he started putting points on the board, but he looked damn good in the second half. He threw three touchdown passes and over 300 yards. And I didn't think that that the Colt defense that the Dogs were being called off. I mean, they were still in put, they were still rushing, they were coming after the quarterback. So it wasn't like they were playing uh, soft defense against Johnson. Johnson did a good job. So why the hell did the Jets trade even a whatever it was a fifth round pick for Joe Flacco? And why wasn't Joe Flacco ready to play last night? That's another question. I don't get that either. Tell me that. He wasn't ready to play in the Bengal game after they traded for him. He wasn't ready to play last night. Does that make sense? That makes no sense to me whatsoever, especially when you got a guy like Johnson and obviously White. You got two guys that actually look like pretty decent, and and White might be, like I said, he he should only turn out to be the starter for the next 10 years, but certainly capable backups to Zach Wilson. Why did you make that trade for Joe Flacco? That didn't, you look at it now, it makes absolutely no sense. But at the state of this team right now, you say to yourself, offensively, maybe they got something, especially if the quarterback is healthy, whether it's White, whether it's Wilson. I, like I said, right now to me, Mike White's the quarterback at the further notice. I mean, if he's, if he's healthy, he plays. I'm sorry. I want to see him playing against Buffalo. But the offensive line's getting better. They weren't great last night, but they're getting better. Like I said, Beckton will be coming back. Vera Tucker, it looks like he got something with him. You got a bunch of weapons. Michael Carter, he didn't have a tremendous game last night, but he did some things. Had that crazy play. And Mike LaFleur's play calling is getting better and better, certainly better since he went upstairs to the booth instead of being downstairs on the sideline. That one play where uh, you had uh, Johnson flip the ball to uh, uh, to Crowder, and then Crowder threw the ball back to Michael Carter for about an 18-yard gain on a third and 11. That was, a, that was a very creative, nice play, but they got some guys. Michael Carter, Ty Johnson. Johnson looks like a player, even though he fumbled the ball last night. Uh, you know, Keelan Cole made some real nice catches in this game. You know, Elijah Moore showing you something. You know, even the tight ends. Croft made a couple nice catches before he got hurt and went out of the game. Griffin caught a touchdown pass in the game, so he got something from them. Uh you know Corey Davis, like I said, is hurt, and he's good when he comes back from the injury. So you know you got some weapons here. Denzel Mims stinks. I mean, the guy can't he can't catch the ball. No wonder he can't be on the field. We saw him drop a touchdown pass against Cincinnati and drop a couple more balls last night. But the offense looks like it could be okay. But this defense, really, I mean how how can you how can this defense go out there and play the way they played last night? What has Robert Sala got to say about the state of this garbage that we saw in this football game? Like I said, you thought it was the Peyton Manning Colts out there, not the Colts quarterback by like Carson Wentz, and they made Wentz look, you know, like a pro bowler in his football game. So you're a Jet fan, man. You are right now. You're just utterly disgusted with the state of your football team, and you got to be very concerned. We said this after the Patriot game, and I'm going to say it again. I know it's only eight games into their tenure here into the Rob, excuse me, the Robert Sala era. But right now, you got to be very, very worried about what you see from Robert Sala and his coaching staff. And like I said, LaFleur looks like he's starting to get something going here with the offense. He really, he really does. But they got to do something about what's happening with this defense. And like I said, that defensive line is supposed to be the strength of the team. Well, the offensive line of the Colts last night just blew their doors off. I mean, some of the holes that Jonathan Taylor had to run through, anybody could run through. I mean, you're getting 15 yards; they, they, they weren't even getting touched. I mean, it, it was only, it wasn't like they were breaking tackles. There was nobody, no no defenders near anybody to, to, to break a tackle on. Nobody. Oh my God. And how about the fact that the Jets, the Colts last night, did not commit their first penalty until the fourth quarter. They didn't have a penalty in the fourth quarter. They only had two penalties in the whole game, I mean, one was a facemask penalty on Jeff Smith. I forget what the other one was. It might have been a pass interference. But but they didn't have a penalty until the fourth quarter of this game. The Jets had a penalty on the opening kickoff. The opening kickoff was the usual, uh, you know, illegal block in the back or whatever the hell they call it on the uh, on the uh, on a kickoff that opened the game. I think the Jets had eight penalties whatever it was. So just an unacceptable, disgraceful, brutal Terrible, what else can you say, performance by the Jets last night, by by their defense. Unfreaking believable. And we can only pray that Mike White is going to be healthy and ready to go. And I can't overstate this. I can't say it enough. If Mike White is 100% healthy and ready to play against Buffalo a week from Sunday, I don't care if Zach Wilson's ready to play or not. Mike White has got to play. Mike White has got to be the quarterback of this football team. He has to be at this point in time. All right, let's take care of some business here. Again, the uh, Joe Beningo to Paint podcast brought to you by. Let's get all our sponsors in here. Natural Body, Steve Calabrese and Company, and we want to thank Steve again for all he's done to help get this podcast off the ground. Don't forget, enter code coupon code Joe B for ten percent off your entire order. Naturalbodyinc.com. Anybody that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, they get a free natural body t shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Check them out at, uh, again, uh, you can email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. So check them out. And again, we want to thank everybody at Natural Body. Also, our friends at Anita Tires, Ari, my son Johnny. Go see them. We appreciate all that they've done for us here. Uh, you live in Bergen County, you live anywhere in Jersey, even if you live in Rockland County, even if you're coming from Manhattan, you need work done on your car, you need work done, you need you need new tires, whatever it may be. Go check them out and need a tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. And they will take care of all your car service, all your tire needs. Tell them Beningo sent you, tell them you listen to the podcast. They're gonna take care of you. See Ari, see my son Johnny. And also Our friends at the Hackensack Brewing Company, Mike Jones and Company, located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. As I I always say, there's always 12 beers on tap, which you can enjoy in their outdoor beer garden or in their spacious tap room. Plenty of packaged goods to go as well. Remember, you can bring your own food to the brewery. You can order from one of the many excellent restaurants in the area, and they'll deliver it right to your seat. Check out the Hackensackbrewingcompany.com. Place an order for pickup or home delivery. Taproom is open every day, four thirty to ten p.m. Or I should say, uh, every weekday, four thirty to ten p.m. Monday through Friday, two to ten p.m. on Saturday, twelve to eight p.m. Sundays. Come through, raise up a few with us, seventy-eight Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the Tombstones. Peace, love, and beer, as Mike Jones would say. And don't forget a special live Ode to Pain podcast. We will be at the Hackensack Brewing Company, a week from Monday, November the 15th, 7.30. And we will be doing a live podcast. Come and check it out. Uh, come enjoy all the brewing, all the uh, brewing, uh, all the, uh, the different taps, the 12 different beers you can get on tap, the whole deal. And I'm going to be there live with my good buddy, former WFAN uh, 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 show host. Now he's doing his thing with Bill Simmons on the podcast that he does. Uh, uh, John Jastrzemski, JJ, my good buddy. He's going to join us uh, live and in living color November 15th at the Hackensack Brewing Company uh, for a live Ode to Pain podcast. All right. Ah, I, I just, uh, you know, again, I'm just uh, disgusted with my football team and, you know, watching that garbage last night. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But I'm going to say it one more time. One more time. Let me say this. I can't emphasize enough. I'm gonna, I keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it to everybody out there, all the sports writers, all the writers that cover this team, anybody in the sports world that wants to listen, Mike White, if he is healthy, is the quarterback of this football team until further notice. If he's ready to go against Buffalo, I don't care if Wilson's healthy or not. I want to see Mike, Wilson's, uh, Mike White starting that football game. Okay, let's take a look at some of the games coming up. Uh, this Sunday, in the National Football League, the Giants and the Raiders, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen here. Giants, of course, coming off that very tough loss to Kansas City on last Monday night. Uh, they will uh, play the Raiders, and the Raiders with this whole Henry Ruggs, uh, just a, a tragic situation that happened there. Uh, I don't know what the Raiders are going to be coming into this game. Who knows? You know, they played well. The whole Gruden thing certainly didn't affect them, except it affected them in a positive way because they're 2-0. and since the uh firing the uh, re- resignation we'll say of John Gruden they're 5 and 2 in their division they lead the AFC West right now so they come in to play the giants uh, a 2 and 6 giant team that is really in desperate uh desperate need of a win you got to figure if the giants are going to get a win here catching the raiders with this off the field situation that's happened with rugs coming across the country to play the giants this this seems to be a good spot for the Giants, it really does. You got the Falcons going into New, uh, into New Orleans to play the Saints. Saints, of course, without Jameis Winston, he's done for the year. Uh, it looks like Trevor Simeon is going to be the quarterback. Saints sitting at 5-2. and two. We'll see when Taysom Hill comes back. And the Falcons, what a disaster they are. By the way, while I mentioned the Falcons, don't forget, when we talk about the Jet defense, you go back to that game in London against Atlanta. Remember that game? They were—they looked like they mailed in the first, you know, a uh, quarter of, uh, uh, you know, two and a half quarters, really, of that football game, going in really more than that, three quarters. Remember, they were down 20 to three in that game, cut it to 20 to 17, and then the stinky defense did it again with seven minutes to go and a chance to maybe pull this game out. They let the Falcons go right down the field for the touchdown and made it 27 17, and the game was over. So that's something to keep in mind with this defense. The two debacles against New England and now Indianapolis. And in that end-of-game uh, drive, where they, they went right down the field in London, did the Falcons against the Jet defense. Right now that Jet, Jet defense is disgraceful. The Bills go to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. You know, it's a big number, 14-and-a-half point spread. Buffalo, you got to believe Buffalo is going to blow the Jaguars out. The Jaguars are as bad as anybody. They may be worse than the Jets right now. Big game in the AFC North. The Browns, who are reeling right now, looks like they're going to release Odell Beckham Jr. They're 4-4. The Bengals are coming off the loss to the Jets. That's a big game in the AFC North, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. The 4-4 Browns in Cincinnati to play the 5-3 Bengals. You got Denver, who came back with a win last week against Washington. After losing four in a row, they're back to five hundred. They go into Dallas to play the the Cowboys right now, who— really the NFC East race is over already Dallas sitting at six and one. I got to believe that Dak, Dak Prescott probably plays in this game. Denver goes into Dallas to play the Cowboys, the Texans and the Dolphins, two brutal teams enough said about that game. Minnesota goes into Baltimore to play the Ravens uh, Baltimore, of course uh, coming off their bye week after they got beat up by Cincinnati actually had a good bye week because they wound up getting back in first place in the AFC North after the, uh, Bengals lost that game to the Jets. Minnesota coming off that Monday night loss to the the, uh, Cooper Rush-led Cowboys. uh, Don't love Minnesota at all. So uh, a tough spot for them going into Baltimore to play a Ravens team. That's got to be, you know, really uh, uh, snorting fire to go out there and win a football game after that loss to Cincinnati and coming off, uh, as I said, their bye week back in first place. The Patriots, who look like they got something going right now, Play Carolina in Carolina. Patriots coming off that win in LA against the Chargers. Uh, Watch out, Sam Donald. Last time he played the Patriots, he was seeing ghosts, maybe not the last time, but one of the times. So, New England in Carolina to play the Panthers. You got the Chargers going into Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Very, very weird line in this game with the Chargers, a two point favorite on the road. They come off that loss last week, as I mentioned, at the hands of New England. Philadelphia coming off a 44 6 pasting. Of the Lions in Detroit, you got a big game in the NFC West. The Cardinals coming off their first loss of the year uh, last week, sitting at seven and one. They lose to the Packers. They play the Niners in San Francisco or in Santa Clara, wherever that wherever that is. Uh, right, but in the San Francisco area, the Cardinals at seven and one. The Niners coming off that win over the Bears in Chicago. The Packers and the Chiefs. This was going to be some game until we found out that Aaron Rodgers has, has tested positive for COVID and, I guess, lied that he ever got vaccinated. Who knows how that plays out? Uh, you got the kid, Jordan Love, making the start, his first NFL start against Kansas City Chiefs, who have been a, a disappointment so far this year, but still right in the mix in the AFC wildcard picture and even in the AFC West. They still got to play the Raiders twice. They come off that Monday night win over the Giants. So they're sitting at 4-4, four and four, Jordan Love and the Packers, who are 7-1. and one, and red hot as they beat the Cardinals last week. But no Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see how that game plays out. Green Bay and Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Tennessee without Derrick Henry, who's out for at least six to ten weeks, whatever it's going to be. A very tough spot for them going into L.A. to play what I think right now is the best team in the NFL and the Rams. So that'll be an interesting game. L.A. sitting at 7-1. and one. The Titans, of course, at 6-2. and two, But again, no Derrick Henry. I love Pittsburgh Monday night against the Bears. You know, maybe my best bet of the week, the Steelers. Remember how everybody had the Steelers basically dead and buried when they started out the year at one and three, lost three games in a row. Well, now they've won three games in a row. They're four and three, and they're right there, only a game out in the AFC North. Uh, so, uh, interesting game there. The Bears don't look like they're very good. Yeah, Justin Fields can run the ball a little. We can do a little some things with his legs. Had that crazy touchdown run against the Niners last week. But you got to like Pittsburgh at home. So that, that the rundown on the rest of the schedule here for now week nine in the National Football League. The Winless Lions, the Seahawks, Tampa Bay, and the WFT, the Washington football uh, team, please don't call them the Redskins, uh, they are all off. They have their bye week this week. So that's what we'll look for as we go to week nine. I will do a Monday podcast again. We'll still have the normal Monday podcast, and we'll basically go around the league and uh, break down some of the games from uh, from uh, Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. But, uh, again, just getting back to the Jets, just an abysmal, disgraceful performance. To sum it up, you got to really be concerned about Robert Sala and his coaching staff. What is going on with this defense? How can that defense be as bad, as disgusting, as brutal as they were uh, after what we saw in that Patriot game, what we saw – last night in Indianapolis. Just unacceptable and unbelievable. And I'm going to continue to bring this point home. Mike White, it's unfortunate the injury. It's the Jets' luck that this stuff happens. It seems to happen to this franchise. Look, maybe they are cursed. I mean, it's only been, what is it going to be, 52 years since they won the Super Bowl? 53. This will be the 53rd consecutive year for this franchise without a Super Bowl appearance. They should put that on the... uh, media guide every year that's what they should put as the numbers continue to mount they're only one year away from that 54 years that the rangers went without winning the stanley cup the jets are right there now for that anyway mike white i'll say it again i'll continue to say it if he's healthy has to be the starting quarterback for this football team until he until he proves he's not if he's healthy for buffalo he has to start all right again want to thank everybody for listening have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football on Sunday. The Joe Beningo Oda Pain podcast after another disgraceful Jet performance as they're beaten up on a Thursday night by the Colts in Indy, 45 to 30. And it wasn't even as close as that final score. Everybody, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.